0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. We've got a sharply higher trade in grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6:04 a.m. Central Time as I record here. May corn futures up 23 and three quarters at 6.79 and a half. December corn is up 15 and three quarters at 5.95 and a half. May soybeans up 37 cents at 1621 and a quarter last trade. November soybeans up 24 cents at 1439. May Chicago wheat up 46 and a quarter at 906 and a quarter last. May Kansas City wheat up 45 and three quarters cents at 936 and three quarters. May spring wheat up 29 and a half cents at 989 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. As always, uh, leave me a rating or review if you have not already on that Apple Podcast app. If you guys are watching on YouTube, uh, thank you. We did hit 4,000 subscribers last week. The goal for the year is to get to 5,000. So subscribe to the channel, uh, like these videos, uh, leave me a comment if you like what I'm doing here. If you guys need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. Check out my subscription service. It's $49.99 a month. I send out a ton of information to my subscribers, my morning email, all my grain marketing recommendations, my text message service, my subscriber-only videos, Um, any sort of consulting that you might need. This is a monthly subscription. You can cancel it at any time. There is no other fee. There's no other obligation. I won't try to sell you anything else. Um, I did a subscriber-only video on Friday regarding soybean export sales. We've seen some really strong uh, activity here for both old crop and new crop. I discussed the situation and the new crop situation in particular, which is of interest. I also had a quick video yesterday before the grain market opened regarding uh, the Russia-Ukraine situation. So if you're interested in this sort of real-time information Information from me, guys. These are, are sometimes quick videos on the weekends. They might be three, four minutes long, but they'll tell you what you need to know um, ahead of the weekend. Check out that subscription deal. To get into the news here this morning, Western leaders have blocked Russia's access to SWIFT. SWIFT is the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication. It's the principal payment mechanism for financing international trade. Now, there are some banks that are likely to be exempt from this in order to maintain uh, flows. Of Russian oil in particular, but this is seen as being a factor that will limit exports of just about everything out of Russia for days, if not weeks. Uh, we don't have any details regarding these exemptions that are being discussed. Oil traders that were interviewed by the Newswire said that Russian oil will be treated as being kind of like off limits here until they know a little bit more uh, about these exemptions. Grain importers may take a similar strategy. So, this is seen as being a friendly deal. And this was considered to be. The, uh, the cutoff from SWIFT was considered to be kind of like the nuclear option when it came to sanctions or uh, policy, that sort of stuff, non-military options. So this is is something that's going to hurt Russia. Uh, it's part of the reason, I think, why we've seen uh, a rally in the energy markets and in the grain markets here this morning. Now, talks between Russia and Ukraine started this morning, I believe. The goal, according to the Ukrainian president, was an immediate ceasefire and the withdrawal of Russian troops. I, I don't believe it's going to be that easy. Uh, Zelensky says he's not optimistic. It's not clear whether or not any sort of progress could be achieved. I mean, this invasion just started Wednesday, Thursday last week. Um, I'm, we don't think that Putin's going to back down here at this point, given uh, the situation. Fighting blasts near the Ukrainian capital continue this morning, but there is some ongoing conversation, uh, apparently. Grain and oilseed importers are looking outside of the Black Sea for supplies. So Egypt, who is the world's largest wheat importer, is reportedly working on a plan to buy wheat from other regions. This was a quote from an Egyptian cabinet official. There are 14 approved countries Egypt could import wheat from, some of which are outside of Europe. Russia and Ukraine, last year, according to uh, Reuters data, accounted for 80% of Egypt's wheat imports. Um, so they're going to have to look elsewhere. Does this mean that that There's, uh, in a roundabout way, some additional U.S. demand or demand for wheat out of other countries. Uh, This is all interesting stuff and seen as being friendly here this morning. In related news, India, who is the world's largest soybean oil importer, is looking to Brazil for additional soybean oil to replace sunflower oil exports likely to be lost from the Black Sea. Russia and Ukraine are the world's two largest sunflower oil producers. So you've got a lot of issues here in regard to... um, you know the, the flow of grain out of the Black Sea, which which is is going to be disrupted, or there's at least a perception that it's going to be disrupted. Uh, in non-Russia Ukraine news, soybean export sales are really improving. We've seen a few really solid weeks of old crop sales recently. Um, old crop sales typically are not great this time of year, but USDA reported 1.23 million metric tons of old crop beans sold uh, for the week on Friday. We also saw some new crop sales that were really good, 867,000. So grand scheme of things, old crop soybean sales are still down 17% versus the same period last year but if you start to see you know a few more weeks like like we saw these last two weeks uh, we could play catch up pretty quickly and accumulated new crop commitments almost 5.4 million metric tons are the second best on record seasonally behind i believe only the same period in 2011 so we've got a, a really good-looking deal in terms of uh, new crop soybean exports, and old crop sales are improving contra-seasonally, largely due to the expected shortfall in production in South America, of course large money managers continue to hold large net long positions in the row crop markets. We had a CFTC report out on Friday. The funds were long, net long, 345,000 contracts of corn and 171,000 contracts of soybeans at last Tuesday's close. Those numbers are probably drastically different here this morning, but those are some pretty big net long positions historically. Uh, Funds were still net short the SRW wheat market at last Tuesday's close, but again, we've seen a lot of buying uh, since then. They could be closer to flat or maybe even long as of this morning, uh, difficult to say. We've seen uh, the energy markets rally sharply on this uh, Russia-Ukraine news. So, crude oil in that April WTI contract traded up to ninety-nine ten overnight. We're back to you know ninety-six bucks, give or take, as I speak here this morning. But uh, this this deal regarding Swift is friendly to the energy markets because Russia is an oil exporter. Uh, we had a cattle on feed report on Friday. A, a record high cattle on feed: twelve point one nine nine million head of cattle. That's the record. Uh, highest level for any month on record ever. Uh, I think a lot of that was expected. So we'll see what the outside market influence is on cattle here this morning. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is higher. It had been quite a bit higher overnight. It's retreated a little bit. Stocks are lower. The S&P is down 57. The Dow is down 400. Bonds up a full handle. Gold's up 20 bucks. Crude oil up $4.32 in the April WTI as I speak here um, at 95.92 S trade. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.